Hey everyone, we appreciate you listening. We'll get into the show in a bit, but just want to mention, go check out our Twitter page, at Midcourt Madness, for all of our show updates, as well as some breaking news tweets. Also, check out our website, where we post all of our writing at midcourtmadness.wordpress.com. Here's the show. On today's Midcourt Madness, history has been made as we are currently recording our 50th episode. Biggs, let's take a moment to self-reflect. How do you think we've been doing? I would say it's been... Out of all of the podcasts out there, we are one of them. Yes, we are one of the top um, put number here. 100 college basketball related podcasts that's recorded Sunday mornings. I would say so. Yeah, with two people who live (laughs) in the Dakotas. (laughs) Recorded four years after the the national champion was someone who lost the previous (laughs) (laughs) and we are coming at you midweek again you know we are um what's it saying we are able to change our stripes and react to certain situations biggs is going on vacation um to mexico do you want to give the exact resort so any fans can go uh go uh, creep on you well unfortunately i cannot i cannot tell you things that i don't know okay so Translation, your wife planned absolutely everything. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just ask, where are we going? Or when are we going? You know, and then I just show up. So I like it that way. <laughs> and your dogs are getting frisky. But, uh, you know, we're going to talk about some of the games that have happened. Um, we'll have some trending up, trending down, and fork of them. Maybe, maybe not a full slate. And then, you know, this Saturday, they are doing the early bracket reveal at like eleven o'clock or something like that. So we're gonna we're gonna discuss who who we expect to see in those uh, those top sixteen teams there. Right after this. All right, Biggs, let's get into it here. Um, let's start off. We don't have to do a full trending up, trending down, a fork of them. Um, but I have a feeling like we're going to get talking and end up doing a full one anyway. Um, but let's uh, – I, I believe you have a trending up. I believe you told me that. I do have a trending up, John. And, and like I have a hard time with this because, you know, I feel like you've created this persona for me that I hate, you know, uh, the Tennessee Volunteers. Who? The the Frolanteers. They were the okay. Frolanteers last year because they had such high expectations and disappointed us, and they ended up with the flame out in the first round of the tournament. It was a team that went into last season with a top 10 ranking, and, and everyone was just circle jerking over Tennessee and how good they were going to be. This year they came into the year with, with a little less expectation, and I think they're they're probably a better team. They've had some more ups and downs. They've had ups and downs, but since their loss to – I believe it was Texas during the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Uh, since that loss, Tennessee's been on a tear, and they culminated that tear with with an absolute shellacking of Kentucky on Tuesday night. 76-63 was the final. Uh, Tennessee was up by a good like 12 to 18 points for like a majority of the second half. They they just kind of controlled that game, and uh, you know I I think that's a team that. As we as we look ahead here later in the pod to like, uh, you know your your bracket reveal your top sixteen teams. I mean, you look, Tennessee. If, we, if we're just going off of like resume wins, they've got resume. They've got wins over two teams that 
very well could be one seeds. Yeah. And okay, I do have a question though. You you talked about like they sort of turned around since that Texas game, right? Yeah. And they've gone five and zero since then. Is it partially because they're playing, you know, A and M, who seems to be sliding, South Carolina, who isn't that good, Mississippi State, who I officially stuck the fork in last week, yeah, you Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, who ate that, who isn't that great, and then Kentucky, you know, who is a good team, but you know, without they all had Ty Ty Washington for thirteen minutes last night, so not a full Kentucky roster. Is some of that due to due to you know some good circumstances? It sounds like you're a hater. Is what it sounds like right now. I'm just trying to get the full story here, Biggs. No, 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 no. Anything but all in is hating. No, <laughs> I, I'm with you. There is. We talked about this when, it, with regards to the SEC. There's, a, there's a clear demarcation. Like, there's the top like six teams, or, or maybe like seven. I don't even know anymore what the top, the top handful of teams. And then there's like a pretty precipitous drop, right? I mean, you've got Kentucky yep. and Auburn who are like all the way at the top, like they're elite level. And then I think you've got like a small dip to. Tennessee, Arkansas, Alabama's probably still in there. And then there's like another dip. LSU is probably in that earlier category, but but since they, they've kind of dropped a little bit, A&M's dropped, like they're, they're falling apart. Mississippi State had like moments, but they're, they're, they haven't really sustained their success. So you're right. I mean, the, ten, the, the SEC definitely has some like get right kind of layers to it. Like there are some really bad teams. And they went through a stretch. We were just talking about this with the Big 12, right, where how many times do you see a team win twice a week because you're always playing in somebody? There's just not a lot of get-right opportunities. The SEC, as good as the league is at the very top, has a lot of get-right opportunities at the bottom. And and Tennessee definitely ran through kind of the gauntlet of those get-right teams. But, I mean, Arkansas did too, right? That was part of what Arkansas, when Arkansas got hot – it was because they had beaten all of those teams. They beat up on the competition that you're supposed to beat. And then when it when it comes time to show me something, they did. And that's what Tennessee did. They, they showed us something. I mean, they they dominated Kentucky last night. And then I know Ty Ty Washington was, was banged up. But, I mean, I, I don't think Kentucky is just a Ty Ty Washington kind of team. I mean, they've got a, they've got a lot of pieces. And, and Tennessee and well, Tennessee is dealing with injuries too. I mean, they played without – their one of their big guys uh, just went down for the season. So – I, I just think that's an impressive win, and I think when you look at the full body of work, there's not a lot of teams that have the kind of wins that they do. They have the win over Arizona, really good. Um, they've got, uh, and then obviously they've done well in the league so far. They're sitting at the top. They're ten and three in the league, right behind Auburn, and they're, they're tied with Kentucky. So I don't know. It's impressive to me. Okay, that's fair. And you know, we will get to see over just the course of the re- rest of the regular season. Um, you know, them playing some very good teams. They have two more matchups between now and March 5th. They have two matchups against Arkansas and one against Auburn. And one of those matchups against Arkansas is actually this Saturday. Um, so what's, uh, what's your like getaway plan with your, with your wife? Like you're like, Oh no, I'm just going to go up to the room. Cause I got a, you know, I ate too much yesterday, and then yep, that's sit, probably sit, yeah. sit, sit around and watch basketball. I, well, I have to poop, you know. And yeah, just, <laughs> I didn't want to say. Yeah, okay, I'm coming yes. too, and I'll be like, no, <laughs> it's gonna be ugly in there. No, you. you it will be really great. ugly in there for her perspective. It'll just be basketball, you know. Yeah, just say it's really ugly. You don't have to say the reason. Good call. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, I actually, you know. I have a trending down. I do also have a trending up that I just thought of while you were talking. Ooh. So I, like I said, I think we're going to come up with a full, 
full segment here. Um, but the one I thought of before the show, trending down, Michigan State. Ooh. And looking back on you know, I think we sort of got excited for them um, during non-conference schedule. And they were, I got to do quick math here, nine and two in a non-conference. But they really had three quality opponents during that non-conference schedule um, against Kansas, against Baylor, and against UConn. They won one of those against UConn, but they lose to Baylor by 17. They lose to Kansas by 13. Okay. So I think we're sort of, uh, you know, flying high on them a little bit because now just going in since January 15th, they are, they're 14 and two. Now they're 18 and seven. So that's six and five. That's not very good. And that includes, that includes a loss at home against Northwestern. That includes losing on the road to Rutgers by 21. Uh, and then just last night, they lose to Penn State. Not great. Yeah. And question is: Is this Izzo playing the 4D chess game? Where you know the the, the concern the with Michigan State was: Are they peaking too soon? Are they peaking? Is Izzo using they, all of his March magic? They might have, or is he now saving them for? That's March? what I'm wondering. Yeah, is he okay. is he is he actually playing chess and he's deciding like, nope, we're bottling up the magic before March. We don't want to use it all. We're going to sprinkle some of that at the end of February. we got a couple weeks still. So I'm assuming you've heard the whole we're playing chess instead of checkers or we're playing chess while you're playing checkers. 100%. Will it ever become a thing where it's we're playing 4D chess, you're playing chess? You know? Oh. <laughs> Can you explain to me what 4D chess is? To be honest with you, I've heard that phrase thrown around and it just, it just kind of gets thrown around and eventually takes a life of its own. What is 4D chess? I don't, I don't know if you ever watched Big Bang Theory. A little bit, yeah. Okay, there's an episode where they're playing. I don't know if it's 4D or 3D, but it's almost like how do I explain it? Like you move, like you move pieces horizontally, but then you also move pieces like vertically. If that makes Whoa. sense, there's different okay. levels to the board. Okay, now, so it's like it's like a it's like imagine like a uh, it's like a cube. Yeah. Not really. Or it's like, like I'm imagining like, like there's like uh, there's like a it's like a mathy kind of thing where like there's like level one, and like you can move across that board, but then you can also I see what you mean. Okay, so you play okay. up and sideways. Yeah. Wow. Yes. That is. I only have so much bandwidth in my brain, and I use a lot of it on college basketball and trying to know what my wife is planning. But you know, that kind of game of chess just sounds like a lot. That sounds like a hell yeah. of an undertaking. But back to Michigan State here. Yeah. Um, you know, talked about, you know, they're six and five in the in their last uh what, eleven games. Um their next their remaining schedule is not easy. They go they have three home games, but they're against Illinois, Purdue, and Maryland. All all those are difficult opponents. Their three road games are Iowa, who honestly Michigan State, I think they're still better than Iowa, but they're sort of trending down to that level of Iowa. Yeah. They have Michigan, who is getting better in the past couple weeks. And they have Ohio State on the road. And so, you know, they're 18 and 7 now. Like, you know, let's just say, let's say they go 2 and 4, right? Then they're 20 and 11. They're 11 and 9 in the conference. They're getting, like, do they, can you envision a scenario where they're, like, sort of on the bubble come Selection Sunday? I don't see bubble, but I definitely think like you're probably looking at like a seven, eight, nine seed. Yeah. 
for a team that you know has been ranked pretty high, top ten. Have they been top ten? Probably. They had been. They had gotten up there. Yeah. yeah. So quite the fall from grace for them. Does Izzo have to spring some of the, sprinkle some of that March magic back in February just to get to March? You can't. You can't sprinkle it too early, though. Right. You don't want to. You don't want to. He's in a conundrum, and the problem I think is that he's got to worry about sprinkling his March magic because the team just isn't that talented. True. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing is we we've, we've talked about Michigan State a little bit already. We've talked about them all year basically, and we've wondered like, how the hell is this team winning these games? Like, they just don't have. Like, you look at the pieces, and it's like the the players the players filling those jerseys just aren't as good as the players you expect to be wearing Michigan State jerseys. Right. right? Like they, like, they don't have a Cassius Winston, or they don't have a right Miles Bridges, Jaron Jackson, yeah. like like some of these like high end all comp. Do they have a guy that's going to be an all conference guy? I mean. They, I just don't think they're that talented. Like Gabe Brown is, I don't know, he's a, he's a perfectly like serviceable college basketball player, but like for a good team, Gabe Brown should be like, I don't know, your fourth guy, third guy. Right. They got like a bunch of not even second guys. They've got a bunch of like third guys, I feel like. You know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, look at their stats. Like, you know, their leading score is 12 points per game, which seems odd to me. Um, they're Florida State. Yeah, they are Florida City. I was just about to say that. They have a, a bunch of guys from 12 to 7. They're a poor man's Florida State. Right, and, and Florida State sucks this year. So, yeah, we forked them already. Wait, wait did we fork them? Yeah, we, I forked them. We forked them over. Yeah, you forked them. <laughs> Hard. For, forked them real good. Forked them really, really good, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, do you have any other ones? Trending I have up? a trending down. I have yeah. a couple trending down slash stick of fork in them. Okay. Here is my trending down. It is, and, and maybe maybe this is. I struggle now because in my own little game where we make the rules, like I struggle to decipher between is this team actually trending down or is the fork already been stuck in them and I'm just late to the party. My trending down is the Oklahoma Sooners. Okay. Okay. They are. Uh, I believe their record now is 14 and 11. They lost on Tuesday uh, in overtime to Texas. That, Wait, that was a close game, wasn't it? That was a close that was game. A very, that was a very close game. On Saturday, they lost in a nip-and-tuck affair, 71-69 at Kansas. Okay. Um, that was after a win against Texas Tech. Really, really impressive win. That was coming off of three straight losses, though. They have lost – basically, since Big 12 play started, Oklahoma's 4-9. and nine. Like, they're rough, man. They're 14-12. and 12. Yeah. It's a team that, that – uh, like they they were they were solid in the non conference. They picked up some impressive wins. They knocked off Florida. They beat Arkansas. They uh, they beat Iowa State early in the Big Twelve season. But they but, had to be in Arkansas before they were, you know. Yeah, it was like early in the year now. when everyone yeah. was wondering what the hell was wrong with Arkansas. It was kind of yeah. one of those. And like they just they just haven't been fair. They just keep lo- they just keep losing these tight games. It's they lost to TCU by one, Kansas by three. Uh, they got crushed by Auburn, lost to TCU by nine, Oklahoma State by nine, Kansas by two, Texas by two. It's a lot of just what ifs for them that you, you almost get bummed out because I, I think this Oklahoma team is good, and they're fourteen and twelve. I, I wonder if they're probably in. They're probably in a little trouble. I think they've got to really go on a run. And do I know where they're just, at? Yeah, with and with 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 where they're at, I think they're probably looking at probably bubble status. Yep. I'm not really they're, sure. I guess 
on Lenardi, their last four buys, so like right before those playing games, basically. And this is an interesting resume there. Like you said, 14, 12, 4, and 9, but they have those good wins. But they also have a four-game losing streak. They have a three-game losing streak. And now, currently, they have a two-game losing streak that could... Like Iowa State, like Iowa State's their next game, and then Texas Tech after that, that could easily be another four game losing streak. Yeah. Now the flip side to that is if you want to be optimistic, these five games, if there is, we we literally, I, I'm going back on what I literally just said about the Big Twelve not having a lot of like get right stretches. This is probably the closest thing the Big Twelve is going to have to a get right stretch. Oklahoma has Iowa State, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Kansas State to close. Now all those teams are ahead of them in the standings, which is which is crazy to think. But I don't think there's a powerhouse in that stretch. Now Texas Tech's good. Can you go four and one? I, I think you have to go a minimum of four and one, probably to like yeah. stay in the tournament picture. You're looking at eighteen and thirteen. I mean that's that's just a lot of losses. And even if you have some good wins, I think if you have that many losses, I don't it's know. It's just it's just tough to put them in. Yeah. So I, I, I'm worried about them because I do think it's a good team. And I think it's a team that could win a tournament game. Like you put them in like a like a 7-10 game or an 8-9 game or, or, or something like that. I, I think they've got dudes. You know, I, I think they, they're good enough to win a game or two. But they're also good enough clearly to just hang tight in a really good game, a, a good team and lose. Right. Yep. They're a frustrating team. They are. I have one. I have a stick of fork in them, team too. Okay, you do that. Or can I do my training up quick? Yeah, absolutely. Let's okay. be positive. Okay, let's get positive before here, we fork somebody. My uh, my trending up here, Biggs, and I'm always negative on this conference, but they're trending up. That's the ACC. Um, <laughs> you are such an ACC <laughs> hater. <laughs> couple months ago, all we hear is, "Oh, this could be a one one bid league," you know. Now I look at it, you know, Duke's in. Uh, did you did you just did I just hear that? Jesus Christ? <laughs> do I have permission to leave that in? <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> um, Duke is in. You know, you got your, your Notre Dame, your uh, your Wake Forest, who almost beat Duke last night. You got your. Um, Virginia Tech is trending up now. They just beat Virginia the other night. They're creeping up into the bubble. North Carolina is possibly in. Um, they're Why well, just put the whole ACC in the tournament, huh? Get me. Pitt, Pitt is beating North Carolina right now, alive well, by six. Put them in the, in the tournament then, too. Why not? I mean, yeah. So, boom, <laughs> ACC. The Atlantic Coast Conference trending up. You know, they've been hated on for far too long. Those, that poor ACC never gets enough credit. That's right. Yep. Yeah. You hate yeah, you love to see those just that underdog league, you know, Duke and North Carolina finally get what's due. Yes, that's right. Did you see the end of that Wake Forest Duke game though? That was pretty wild. It was. And then I know uh there's a bit a moment on Twitter when I was looking on there today. Norlander was wondering because if you watch that replay slowly, like who is it? Mark Williams, you know, touched the ball. Outside the cylinder first, but then it's like he he touched it with his left hand, and then it, it almost like leaves his left hand, or it does leave his left hand, and then is over the cylinder, and, and then he, he, finished, again. he finishes the dunk with his right hand. Oh, no shit. Wow. And, yeah, so you have to watch really slowly. But, and Norlan is wondering, like, yeah, is that, 
it makes me wonder if it was basket interference, but then some Twitter user found like in the rule book where like, I don't know exactly how it's worded, but that is a legal play or whatever. You can goaltend kind of your own shot or whatever. Is that kind of something something like that? Yeah. Interesting. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, but then the shot, the Wake Forest kid, I don't know. I don't, would it not have counted the Wake Forest shot? Was it? Did you see the, the, I guess I turned it off because there's there's only 0.2 seconds, right? I thought there was point four. I don't remember. They may be added on. I know it's point two because I just turned it off. Okay. Uh, was it close though? Oh my god! Yeah, three quarter really? court shot. It like rimmed in and out. Okay. Was it close? More close or less close than uh, Gordon Hayward's? I, I think it was like. I mean, it was further away. Okay. And yeah. I think it was probably equally just like holy shit that almost went in. Okay. Wow. I yeah, should. I'm gonna need to go watch that. It was nuts. It was like wow. That would have been insane. Also trending up uh, Jake LaRavia. There's a moment late in that game where uh, Paolo got called for a foul. And, like, he's, like, standing on the line waiting for the free throws. And he's, like, you could see him talking to the ref and you can, like, you know, lip read his mouth. And he's going, that wasn't a foul, that wasn't a foul. And Jake LaRavia is saying something to him. I'm guessing he's, like, shut the fuck up, you spoiled private school kid or something like that. I don't know. Um, So trending up Jake LaRavia. That would be rich coming from a kid at Wake Forest. Are they private school too? I believe so, but I hope so. <laughs> if he did, then yeah, trending all the way up. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's. Who do you want to fork right now? All right, I want to fork the Washington State Cougars. This is your league. I know it's going to hurt you. You're a Pac-12 stan. Yes, I'm an um, ACC hater, but I'm coming around in the ACC. Um, yep. I, I don't you know. know I'm going to try to turn you against the Pac-12. Good luck. Washington State Cougars. Not only are they – they're on a three-game losing streak. They are riding low. They have lost to – they they got swept by the Arizona schools. It seems like everybody gets swept. Something about Arizona State just like getting Arizona's sloppy seconds in that Arizona like thing. You know what I mean? Like what a trash-ass team. Yet somehow it's like if you lose to Arizona, you're also going to lose at Arizona State. Yep. Although it, actually it now that I'm looking at head. this, I think they actually were just after – it was after – Arizona State basically just needs to follow Arizona and just be the sloppy second and clean up when when Arizona beats somebody, like kick them while they're down kind of thing. That's that's all the Sun Devils can do. Anyway, they lost to uh, Washington State. They lost to Oregon the other night in a battle of bubble teams, teams that probably needed to get that win uh, to be better, more comfortable with their tournament standing. They lost. Now they're on a three-game losing streak. Washington State is currently sitting at – Sixth in the Pac-12 at seven and six, they are fourteen and ten. They're behind Washington. Uh, didn't think that would be a thing. Here's why they're. Here's why I'm forking them, though. I didn't think anyone would be behind Washington. No, I didn't either. Washington's sneaky, like quietly not pathetic. We'll put it that way, uh, which is very, okay. uh, which is very nice for this upcoming point. Not only are they forked because they're not playing well right now, they're riding a three-game losing streak. Their upcoming schedule: they go at UCLA, at USC, their next two. That could very easily turn into a five-game losing streak. Then they have two straight against Washington, then two straight against the vaunted Oregon State Beavers before closing out with Oregon. Um, I think Washington State's forked. I think they're going to lose. What is what? What is that? That is seven remaining games. You're probably looking at like three and four, two and five. Okay. Uh, I think it's over. Okay. It's been fun, Washington State. Forked. You've been forked. Kind of like let's Chopped. See I, let's see if I can come up with the fork. You ever watch Chopped? I, I don't I don't really watch cooking shows, to be honest. 
I, I'll just eat too much after watching this. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want. I don't watch a lot of cooking shows anymore. I remember watching Chopped back in the day, though. Good show. All right, I'm gonna spitball here. Um, really, uh, what's the word? What's the word where you're like starting like a topic and or not a topic? You're uh, doing a presentation, but you're just spitballing it. You're gonna ad lib. Ad lib. Thank you. That is exactly it. I'm gonna ad lib. We're this seeing one. what happens. I'm sticking the fork in Providence. Uh, just because they've been flying too high, they've been getting you know teams whenever they're down, and they lost to Villanova last night um, by five. So boom. Flew flew too close to the sun. They wanted a little bit of smoke. They got some. They got they got the attention that they've been craving. And now when they got the attention, the spotlight's too hot, and they burned down. And in this case, stick a fork in them is basically me saying they're gonna they're not gonna be like a two or three. They're gonna be like a five or six seed. All right, all right. That, that's me sticking a fork in them. Their top like their top two seeds, the dream, just got forked by you. No. Fork it real good. All right. All right. Any uh any games you want to get into that we haven't talked about yet from uh the current Sunday. one I'm watching right now, we're recording this on a we are recording this on a Wednesday evening. Rutgers, a team that we we discussed last pod and the previous pod as a team that was trending up. Uh, they're trending even higher, I think, now. We might be just shooting Rutgers to the moon here. They're up 18 on Illinois. Actually, this is Illinois. a team that, that was probably in the bubble range. This is a team that if they if they close this deal out, they're up 18 on Illinois right now. If they close this game out, they will have wins over Purdue, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Illinois, and Michigan State. Now, when we come out with our little You're playing high on record. You're playing here, high on record. What were you saying? I said you're flying high on Rutgers. Oh, I thought I thought you were looking up something. I did not hear you oh, very no. well there. <laughs> I mean, when you look at when when we do like a bracket reveal kind of thing here with with some of those Big Ten, how many of those Big Ten teams are going to be on that top four seed line? That's a hell of a resume. Uh, Purdue, you got Wisconsin, Illinois, Illinois, probably maybe Ohio State. They're they're pushing. They're they might be like an honorable mention. Yeah. Michigan State, know. we just kind of talked about maybe trending the wrong direction, but who broke Michigan State? Rutgers. The Scarlet Knights, that's right. I don't know. I, I hope the committee rewards the high-level wins. Now, they lost some stupid games, like I said. I just I hope I hope that stuff doesn't come back to bite them in the ass because, as you know, college basketball, these teams are not, they're not video games. They grow and they improve as the year goes along. You can't tell me Rutgers isn't one of the best uh, you know, 60 teams in the country or whatever it is. Um, I have another possible stick of fork in them, and it depends on the outcome of the game I'm watching right now. Okay. North Carolina is currently down 29 to 14 with five minutes left in the first half. If they lose that's, this, stick a fork in them. I'm, and I'm not joking because that it would be a terrible loss. Are they at home right now? They're at home even. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, stick a fork in them if they lose. Uh, let's see. Any other games you want to talk about? I mean, we, did you did you have eyes on that Providence Nova one last night? I did not. Uh, I saw the end of it. I saw I saw the last handful of minutes of it. Uh, Colin Gillespie just went absolutely off. Uh, is Villanova a team that could be trending up, or is that just a team that just kicks ass against the Big East and is exactly what we've always kind of thought is that they're they're fine, but they might not have the juice to go super deep in the tournament. I think that I think they could. Sweet 16, Elite 8 is about their ceiling. 
Okay. I mean, that's pretty damn good. I, I think yeah. most programs would kill for that. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I just think they, 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 it feels like they have such a margin for error that's so thin and similar to Providence. I mean, Providence has played in a ton of close games. That's part of what makes their predictive metrics so bad is that they keep winning all these close games. So the predictive metric is like, Maybe the predictive metrics are just gamblers' fa- gamblers' fallacy, where you're just like, well, they keep winning these close games. Eventually, they're going to lose the close games. But uh, I feel like Nova, without without doing a ton of research, I feel like Nova plays in a lot of close games too, mm-hmm. because Nova is Virginia. They play so slow and they're so efficient offensively, but like they get they get stuck in these low scoring, nip and tuck ball games. And now they're really old and they're really experienced and they execute at a high level. But I feel like the more and more you fly into those games, you fly too close to the sun, you're going to get burnt. Wasn't it, uh, wasn't it Pegasus who did that? No. Who's the Greek God who flew too close to the sun and burned his wings down? Uh, Achilles. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I have no clue. I don't remember you. You're familiar with this though. There was a, there was a Greek guy who did that. I can't remember who did it. Greek uh, mythology, Greek. not a not a Greek mythology guy. I'm not. That doesn't surprise me. Is there a movie? Is that a superhero movie? Greek mythology. What? <laughs> everything you relate You're to a movie. Smalls. Everything you relate to a movie. I should I should see if I can get that soundbite from Soundbot. You should. <laughs> Be delicious. Other than that, I can't think of uh, a, a lot of games. I unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to watch a ton of games last night because uh, Brandon Valley uh, beat T last night. So we were in T, South Dakota, doing some work on against the T Titans. Is that the name of a town? What's the T? Yep it's a uh, it's a southern metro. It's a it's a southern uh, suburb of Sioux Falls. So uh, okay. they got a really they got a really nice team. They have a, have a very good. Uh, it's a very good small school athletic program. They're very good at football, pretty good basketball team as well. And, uh, yeah, we beat them. So, boom. How you feeling? Just riding high, you know, just feeling good. Okay. All the vibes. The season's winding down. Uh, feels like the team is uh, the team's playing well. Basketball season's flown by, which is which is kind of nice. I'm, I'm simultaneously, like, Sad, I'm, I'm excited but- for March. But uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for the season to I think be be done as well. Yeah. All right. Let's get into here, Biggs. Now, like I said, Saturday is when they do this early bracket reveal. They've been doing this for what five years now. It seems like. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it's just it's just a nice little teaser before actual selection Sunday. Yeah. And no, these are not indicative of where they're going to be selection Sunday. Uh, I know last year I think it was like Oklahoma State was like a three seed in the bracket reveal, but then they end up being like a nine seed at the end of the season. So Oklahoma Oklahoma state. Oklahoma state was, I think a four seed, weren't they? Or were they a five maybe? Or wait, or am I flipping that? You might be thinking Oklahoma, Oklahoma definitely dropped. They played Gonzaga. Yeah, that is what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, so we'll get into it now. I think we can agree as far as just the one line, um, Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, possibly in that order. Yeah, probably Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona. Yeah, and you know, as far as that fourth one, I say the candidates. You got your Candace. Uh, you got Kentucky. Who I think before last night, before they lost to Tennessee, I would have had Kentucky as that fourth number one. Um, but I think considering that that loss to Tennessee, they're probably gonna drop a little bit. 
You got Baylor, Duke, Purdue, um, Villanova is another team that could trend up there. Um, who do you think might might be that number one team? I think it's probably down to three teams. I would say it's either Kentucky, Kansas, or Purdue. Um, I'm just so it's a it's so tough with Purdue with their bad defense. Yeah, it is. I'm not as well versed in like all of the all of like the the quad one wins versus opportunities and quad two things and uh, you know you could look at some of the net stuff, but I I think my guess is it'll still be Kentucky. Just because I I don't know I I think the loss to Tennessee. If you take away that they were getting killed, like if you just if you just said they lost to Tennessee. I don't think that would like really surprise a lot of people because I'm pretty sure Tennessee was favored, and it was at Tennessee. Tennessee's good, so I, I and I think Kentucky's got some high level wins. Um, but yeah, I mean Purdue's ranked fifth, and they they've got obviously a lot of really good wins too playing in the conference. They just beat Illinois, so you know they're they're probably up there too. I, I don't know. I'm gonna bet. I think I'm gonna bet Kentucky still. You got Kentucky? Yeah, what do you think? And I actually am just looking at the quad stuff here. I think Kansas. They just they just no, they just lost to Texas, but they beat Baylor. Yep. And if you look at the quad wins, so quad one, Kentucky's five and five, Kansas is eight and three. Yeah, see that's tough to argue against. Yeah. Kentucky's four and oh, quad two, Kansas is six and one, and they're both wow. undefeated in quad three and four. Um, another, and another candidate, candidate just from looking at if it, if you just look at the quad stuff, another one would be Baylor, who is nine and three quad one, four and one quad two. Yep. And then also undefeated in three and four. Out nine and three. I think I think it's gonna be Kansas though. Yeah, I think I, I could see that. I could definitely see Kansas. Yeah. And honestly, I think my second choice for that last spot would probably be Baylor. Okay, so you assume Baylor is a two then. Yes, Baylor's gonna be a two. Now, okay. uh, considering we were just debating whether Kentucky would be a one, I think they're also a two. Yep. Um, and then some other candidates for that two spot: Duke, Purdue, um, Tennessee is moving up there. Wisconsin, Illinois, Texas Tech, and like we're getting down to where we'd be all the way through the threes. Um, Houston doesn't have a quad one win. I suppose they don't have much of an opportunity for them. No, I think those last two losses took Houston away from a, a, a out of a, out of the running for a two seed. Um, so yeah, I'd say for my twos, I'd go Kentucky, Baylor. Um, I would go Duke, who is five and one in quad one, four and two in quad two. Then they have they actually do have a quad three loss. Um, and then Purdue, who is. Seven three quad one four and one quad two and then undefeated in those last two quadrants. And then Tennessee would be another cap, but they're only five and six in quad one, whereas Duke is five and one. So I'd probably have to go Duke. So Kentucky, Baylor, Duke, Purdue. Yeah, I would. I would probably agree with the with the top eight here. So I would have Kansas. If Kansas isn't a one or Kansas or Kentucky, I think I could probably flip flop in that one and two spot. Whatever, I'll put Kansas. I'd say Kansas, Baylor, Purdue. And Duke. As yeah, much as probably Duke. Yeah. Probably Duke. And then we're getting down to that three line. You know, Tennessee is an obvious one. 
I think Texas is. I think Illinois is. And then Texas Tech. Did I say Texas Tech? Or did I say Texas? You said Texas. Okay, I meant Texas Tech. So Tennessee, Texas Tech, and Illinois. Um, and then you're getting into like your UCLA's, your Texas, your Houston. Um, LSU is actually creeping up in the net there. Where's Villanova? Where is Villanova? I don't even see it unless I scrolled right by them. Oh, wait. Villanova is actually like fifth in the net. Yeah. I think they're probably a three. Yeah. We got to put them three. So Villanova. I need to type this out. I would bet Villanova, Wisconsin. Um, gosh, Villanova, Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin's nine and three quad one. They're only like twentieth yep. in the net, though. That's weird. That is weird. I'm surprised yeah. by that. I would have Villanova, Wisconsin. Gosh, yeah, Texas Tech, and probably, probably go probably Tennessee, I guess, or Houston. I think we have to get Tennessee in there. I would probably go. Nova, Wisconsin, Tennessee. Um, do we get Illinois in there? No, Illinois. Illinois is like five and four in quad one, five and two in quad two. Yeah, they're going to be eighteen and seven after tonight. Yeah, it's weird, but because like they don't have any quad three or quad four losses. I think. And I'm trying to put my head in like the mind of like the tournament selection committee, but it's tough. Like I don't know if they how, how much they look at those last. Like if there's like a quad four loss, which like if you just scroll through like the top thirty in the net, everyone is undefeated like quad four. Right, they should be. I mean, quad and four so, is terrible. Yeah, and so like for example, the first I scroll down to thirty two. That's the first quad four loss I see, and that's San Francisco. I mean, Auburn is eighth in the net. Yeah, why is that? Twenty three and two. Like, do they they what they, they get in like the efficiency metrics for the net? They bake they, that stuff in there. Yeah, I think they do. Uh, I think they bake that and they bake they put in uh, strength of schedule. Um, probably our favorite, you know, luck factor. Where it's yep. like, okay, did anyone like trip over their shoelaces and sprain their ankle? Ideally, nobody does that. Yeah. But it'd be kind of funny. <laughs> no, and then we're getting into that four line here, Biggs. Um, have we used so okay, so I have Nova, Wisconsin, Tennessee, Illinois. And then I say like the next ones who would be in running for that would be Houston, uh Houston, Texas Tech, UCLA. I think we gotta get UCLA in the top sixteen. Yeah, probably. I would say Houston. Yeah, Texas Tech. I would say UCLA, and I would have Illinois as a four seed. Have Illinois as a four seed? Yeah, I would. I would have Wisconsin higher. So who are our three? We have Nova, Wisconsin, Tennessee, and then who's the fourth one? Oh, maybe we already had Wisconsin as a yeah. Three. Yeah, I did, and then I have Illinois. Do we think? I think. Do Do we think UCLA is better than Illinois? God, that's tough. And they're, and they're back-to-back in the net here. They're 13 and 14. Right. Hmm. 
Five and four, Illinois quad one. Three and three, UCLA. Five and two, quad one for Illinois. I'm inclined to say no. I'm inclined to think Illinois is better. You think so? I don't know. <laughs> Eighteen and six, seventeen. Well, probably. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I would take. I think I would take Illinois over UCLA. I feel scared about that, just because. No, I think I would. As long as they're not playing Purdue, Illinois is good. Or apparently Rutgers. And then, so yeah, we have UCLA four-line, Houston four-line, Texas Tech four-line. Then I think we need one more. We could look at Texas. Um, we could look at Ohio State, who you mentioned earlier. Yeah, they could be up there. We got – I think that's about the extent of it. I don't know who else to consider here. Providence. Oh yeah, Pro- but it's so it's so weird. Providence, you have to like scroll down to number thirty to even see them on here. Yeah, they're down. They're they're way down there. That's for but sure. But like, just just considering their metrics here, five and two quad one, five and one quad two. Like, do you would you see the committee putting them as like a three come Saturday? They're ten and three in the first two quadrants, probably. Yeah. Do we need to bump Illinois out of there? Put them on the four line. Um, hmm. Maybe. Maybe we bump UCLA out of there. I think UCLA is probably in that top 16. Yeah, I do have them in, as a four. Yeah. yeah. I I think... Yeah, maybe... Maybe Illinois. All right, so yeah, here's what I'm going to do. Hard to say. So I have a top 16 written up here. I've got number one, this is Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, Kansas. I think we're set in stone on that one. Or you, yeah. you, 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 may, you might put Kentucky above there. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Kentucky's a two. Yeah. Okay. So we have in order for the top eight, um, Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, Kansas, Kentucky, Baylor, Duke, Purdue. I'm not sure if those last three are necessarily in order, but whatever. Whatever. Um. The three lines where it starts to get interesting, though, we have Nova, Wisconsin, Tennessee, and Providence. And then the four line, Illinois, Houston, UCLA, and Texas Tech. That's probably about right. Who are yeah. we? All right, now give me some teams that are missing from that notably. Some, some honorable mentions who, who could either be added in there come Saturday or you know could just overtake one of those spots by the end of the year. And literally all I'm doing is scroll to the net and seeing who we haven't typed in yet. Um, Ohio State. Yep, Ohio State's probably one of the first ones. Texas. LSU is high in the net. They seem to just be trending down every time. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I'd probably leave them USC off. USC maybe? Yeah. They've piled up a ton of wins in a power um, conference. I think Bama and Arkansas, I don't think they're necessarily close now, but they could come Selection Sunday. Yeah, they might be able to win their way into that mix. Yeah. Oh, who else is there? That that might be kind of the That might be as You're getting tired. I am. That might be that might be as close as we can go. I'm trying to think of some other teams that probably deserve it. God. I have, have not yet at one point in this season since Texas got smoke egg Gonzaga. Thought Texas was a top fifteen team, and they might be a force, a top four seed though. Yeah, which is just crazy to think. So, like, I think our honorable mentions are Texas, Ohio State, uh, and you had UFC. So that's nineteen teams. You throw LSU in there or UConn, maybe. 
I, I'd go UConn ahead of LSU, I think. I would too. What about Murray State? They're 21 and 2. They're not going to get that high. There's they're no not. way they'll get that respect, no. unfortunately. <laughs> so if it's we just. Bad, took the, they're legit. If we just took those 16 we named and then add in Texas, Ohio State, and USC, that's 19 teams. How confident are you that we have all 16 teams named with our 19? One of those 19? Yeah. 98. 98%. 98%. Okay. Yep. I, I'd be pretty high on it too. What, what percentage? 99.1. 99. Okay. Wow. 0.1. Whoa. 991 out of 1,000. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I hope they do it 1,000 times between now and Selection Sunday. Me too. I'm 49 out of 50. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. When do you get back? You get back Tuesday? Yep. I can only assume that you're going to drop your bags and open up your laptop and record with me. We might be getting home past your bedtime, though. I don't think we're getting home all that early. I'm pretty sure it's kind of a late night for us because we have to. We're okay. flying into Minneapolis and then driving home. That sucks. I know it's not going to be my favorite day. Wait, from how? So how far is are you from Minneapolis? Four hours. Okay, it's not terrible. But no, we'll make terrible. we'll make the trek. But yeah, I mean, it's it's probably. I think we're getting back. Early evening, I want to say. I don't think we fly out like crack of dawn Tuesday. We fly out early afternoon. So we're probably getting back into Minneapolis. I'm, I'm just kind of spitballing guesses here, but I'm guessing around like 5. Mm-hmm. So we probably won't get back to Sioux Falls until like 10. Okay. Yeah. So we I might have to pod maybe like, a, like a, maybe like a Wednesday pod. Yes. So should we uh, scroll through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the schedule? Yes. Okay. You want to do the jingle? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, shit. Let's see here. So did we go through Sunday? No, we probably wouldn't have gone through Sunday last time. No. Let's see. We need to go through. Start with the February 20th. <clears throat> and so this is, let's see. We, we have Michigan, Wisconsin on Sunday. That's intriguing. Michigan, a team that you had as a trending up team. Yeah. Wisconsin, a team that we think will probably be in the top four bracket reveal. Well, they'd be fine high. Oh, and then Rutgers Purdue. There's that could be that could be a good one. Yeah, you're flying high versus uh, my stick of fork in them. Wait, did I stick a fork in them? Here's a here's one that I think will be sneaky interesting, and maybe not even sneaky interesting, as the kids like to say low key. I think it'll be actually high key interesting. Memphis at SMU. The two hopes that the American get multiple at-large bids are these two teams, I think. Memphis and SMU. One of those two teams, I think, has a chance to get in. Probably the winner. Are they going to bump Houston out of that at-large there? No, I I think if the league can get two, if they get multiple bids, I guess. We know Houston's getting in. I think one other team might get in. Yep. And I think if they are going to get another team in, it's one of those two. Okay. I would agree with that. Washington uh, State at USC. That's a solid Sunday, actually. But you just stuck a fork in Washington State. I know, but what if they take the fork out and stick it into USC? They could. Stab them in the leg with it and then beat them. <laughs> uh, Indiana, Ohio State. I know. Did you stick a fork in Indiana or were they, they just trending down? I think I might have just done a trending down, but boy, they just found a way to lose last night against Wisconsin. If they lose to Ohio State, I think they're ready to get forked. Wow. 
Very Indiana. Um, let's see. There's not much on Monday. No. Baylor, Oklahoma State. It'd be nice if Louisville didn't suck balls. And it'd be nice if Carolina didn't suck balls. Two really shitty teams there, actually, North Carolina and Louisville. That could be a fun game just because they both suck. I'm just so out on them right now. I. It's depressing, isn't it? Yeah. I need to turn it off like I did, like I didn't have it when I, when I didn't have it on during Saturday, and I actually played well. Are they getting smoked right now? They're down by like fifteen at halftime. That's pathetic. My yeah. God, my against God, Pitt. come on! Against Pitt. It's fucking Pittsburgh. Uh, if John Shire doesn't work out, may, or maybe that's what they're playing four D chess while Pitt's playing oh. checkers. Um, they're making <laughs> Jeff Capel look good. Yeah, John so he Rodgers. gets the Duke job. Yes, exactly. Okay, he will be. I see what you're doing there. I mean, I like they, it. Even if they make the tournament, they're not going to go far. So I might as well just give that up and for future game. That's right. It's an investment in your future. It's 4D chess. It's not even 4D chess while they're playing like chess or checker. It's like 4D chess while they play like tic tac toe. <laughs> they're playing. They're playing an epic game of tic tac toe right now. <laughs> just a factory of sadness. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm on Tuesday now. Michigan State, Iowa, Arkansas, Florida, Villanova, UConn, Oklahoma, Texas Tech. Villanova, UConn. Yeah, that's definitely the favorite of the night. I like that UConn squad. I don't think they're – I think they're going to be like a six seed, but I like them. Uh, We've got St. Thomas, Minnesota against North Dakota. Ooh. Yeah. A budding rivalry. You throw out the record books. That's right. Boy, not a not a real robust Tuesday. Oh. San Diego State at Boise. I think that one could be really good. Oh shit! You know what I just realized? We can't even record like next Wednesday. No, we'll probably have to go like Thursday. I'm guessing. I'll, I'll be out of town. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Why? I got training for work out of town. Out of town? Yeah. But like, where? Bismarck. You should drive down to Sioux Falls instead. Hit in person. <laughs> That's bullshit. It's 2022. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. We got anything else here? Uh, no. All right. Do we want to do another self-reflection? We, we started off with a self-reflection over our time as professional podcasters. Do we yeah. want to self-reflect on this show? 50 episodes in. Yeah. Did you think we'd get here? Yes. Because I, I just figured, you know, like, even if we don't become successful, like all we, we usually just talk basketball for an hour once a week, so we might as well just record it. It's true. It's kind of fun. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you know, we can listen to it and go back and review. Yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, we'll be back sometime. Schedules are not lining up very well. Yeah, exactly. That's so we've got to get our sleeping done because we're we're re- we're getting ready. We're revving up for March when we will be probably potting quite frequently. Yes. So see you then. Bye.